This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, And it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. and the love of his life, his relationship with wife Vanessa, and how she's doing tonight. Love has made me a romantic guy. Very romantic. As new details about the crash are revealed. This was a high-energy impact. Plus, our time with the legend making wishes come true. Truly, it's, it's a gift. It really is a gift. And memories from the friends who knew him best. I wish I could just say something to him again. Then Jessica Simpson on hitting rock bottom. I had started a spiral. Drinking before this TV interview. Eight, seven, six, I don't know. Plus, J-Lo is Super Bowl ready, and so are we. We've got halftime show secrets. I know a lot. (laughs) You know a lot. I know a lot. E.T. in Miami starts right now. The countdown is on to Super Bowl 54. Welcome to Miami. Oh, yeah. J-Lo and Shakira are here getting ready for their epic halftime show. We've got so much reporting on that. And we will get to all things Miami in a moment. But let's be honest, our hearts and minds still with Kobe Bryant and his family after that tragic accident. And we have new reporting on how his wife, Vanessa, is coping with this unimaginable loss. You guys are on a lot of red carpet. Yeah, we are. We are. We have fun with it. We're just very fortunate and blessed to have two you know, healthy children, and uh, we'd like to go for some more. This is a really historic moment. I'm so happy for him. This is such an honor for him. Vanessa feels almost numb to everything. That's what a family source tells us today, adding, she is completely shocked and heartbroken, but is trying to stay as strong as she can in front of her children. Vanessa and Kobe married nearly 19 years ago. Vanessa was just 18 years old and, quote, never expected to live her life without him. 
This morning, Vanessa changed her Instagram profile pic to this image of Kobe and their daughter Gianna, who also died in the crash. We're told right now Vanessa's taking time to be with her girls. While Vanessa focuses on family, there are new clues today about what may have caused the crash. The descent rate for the helicopter was over 2,000 feet a minute. So we know that this was a high energy impact crash. Investigators airlifted the wreckage of Kobe Sikorsky S-76B from the hillside. What remained of the chopper was then transported by truck to a secure location. Investigators also recovered the bodies of all nine victims. We were able to recover an iPad and a cell phone. The NTSB says the luxury chopper was missing a vital warning system that could have helped prevent the crash. I was asked about terrain awareness and warning system, which provides terrain information to the pilot. I was asked whether that was on this helicopter. We have verified it was not. And this might come as a comfort to Kobe's fans. The NBA champion was at peace with confronting his own mortality. He thought about it in 2016 while grappling with whether or not he should retire. What's your relationship with death? It's a comfortable one. It's an it's a understanding. You can't have life without death, can't have life without the dark. Right? So it's an acceptance of that. Kobe, 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 Kobe. A lot of times we, we, we take stuff for granted. Shaq was overcome with grief last night as he and a few NBA greats turned what was supposed to be game coverage into a moving tribute. The fact that uh, we're not going to be able to joke at his Hall of Fame ceremony, those are the things that you can't get back. Calling Kobe his little brother, Shaq also addressed all the talk about their feud. I don't want to hear about the beef that y'all thought we had. This man knows our true relationship. Man, I wish I could just say something to him again. It shook a lot of people in my life. Rick Fox addressed the early reports that had him on Kobe's helicopter when it went down. My phone just started going, and my mom and my sister and my brother, and somebody apparently told them that I may have been on the helicopter. My family went through, in the midst of all of this, something I couldn't have imagined them experiencing. He was enjoying life and uh, went way too far. Way too early. Kobe would want us all to carry on and be great in our lives. You know, we should do something great because he was such a great man, great husband, great father. And that father was beaming in our last interview, talking about his daughters. You know, three beautiful, healthy, you know, uh, young ladies and with another one on the way. So just, just very, very fortunate, man. He said, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. After ESPN's L. Duncan paid tribute, stars including A-Rod, Al Roker, Russell Wilson, and more got the hashtag Girl Dad trending. Such a loss. Dad and director Ron Howard at the TV Academy Hall of Fame event shared with E.T. a lighter moment he had meeting the first-time Oscar winner. I had to say, look, respect to you, but I, I, got, I got to give you some grief because you're, make, you're making it look a little too easy, my friend. Rookie. I, I, I got to treat you like the rookie who got off to a great start. He was so happy on Oscar night. Yeah, he was. That smile that's so big was even bigger that night. By the way, lots of people also talking about Kobe's philanthropy. He did over 200 Make-A-Wish visits, and I was lucky enough to tag along on one. It is coming up. It will move you and touch your heart. Yes, indeed. But let's move on now to Jessica Simpson because she is going into detail about her alcohol addiction and just how deep it got. I always had a glitter cup, and it was always filled to the rim with, with alcohol. 
I had started a spiral and I couldn't catch up with myself. Jess's drinking was so out of control, she now admits to hitting the bottle before this 2017 interview with Ellen. Have you written a song yet, or are you just starting? I have about, uh, I probably have about 38, so maybe 36 or 39. <laughs> I can't even watch the interview. Like, I, you know, it was a weak moment for me. The mom of three talks all about her new memoir, Open Book, on the Today Show, revealing her rock bottom was getting blackout drunk on Halloween in 2017. I was just dazed and confused, and I just wanted to go to sleep. I didn't take them trick-or-treating. I didn't show up for my family, you know? I took the picture, and I made the world think that I showed up. The next day, she quit drinking, started therapy, and has remained sober since. Eric quit the bottle, too, just for his wife. Jess also revealed another addiction that started when she was signed to a record label at 17 and told she had to lose 15 pounds. I took diet pills. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how much I was taking. It ended up being something I did for 20 years. And when it comes to her marriage with Nick Lachey. My dad thought I was too young. I was about to walk down the aisle. He's like, we don't have to do this. I'm like, Dad, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, we got to walk. Now that is a revelation. And speaking of Jessica, she's no stranger to the Super Bowl. She was actually part of that now infamous 2004 halftime show with Janet and Justin Timberlake. Remember that? Well, you know, we're all excited to see J-Lo and Shakira do their thing. The duo already getting us hyped for halftime. Four days to Super Bowl, and J-Lo's giving us super mom vibes, cuddling up with daughter Emmy at rehearsal. But who else can we expect to see on Sunday? Well, Jay-Z's in charge of the halftime show, so look for him and Beyonce. Gaga's headlining at the AT&T pregame show, so she'll be there too. We hear Cardi B's in town, and fresh off her emotional Grammy performance, Demi Lovato will be delivering the national anthem. My hips don't lie. Meanwhile, we know Shakira's having last-minute meetings with her team today, gearing up for Sunday. Well, we can't wait to hear her belted out with J-Lo at the halftime show. And someone who knows more about that? David Grutman. He's the owner of The Group, this gorgeous 82-foot yacht we've been hanging out on today. The unofficial mayor of Miami also owns local celeb hotspot, Liv. Liv is actually the Roman numeral for 54, but it's the one number you can't call a nightclub in the world is 54, obviously. It was very strategic. <laughs> to the NFL and say, listen, guys, I need Super Bowl lift to be in Miami on Sunday, obviously. Mm -hmm. And yeah. You were with Miss Lopez last weekend. What do you think her Super Bowl performance will be like? Um, electric. Have you not been to a J-Lo concert? I've been to a bunch. Don't stop, keep it moving, put your drinks up. What I'm hearing is the finale is going to be another level. I'm that's sorry. all? That's okay, all you can give us right now? Just give me this. How much do you know that you won't say? I know a lot. <laughs> you know a lot. I know a lot. I have to believe. I, I have to believe that you have seen the show. I have to believe that you've seen I the show. I haven't been to rehearsals, but I do know you have some magic coming, guys. Oh, by the way, David and the group make a special cameo in Bad Boys for Life. Well, you know I can't help but think of Leo's I'm the king of the world speech when I'm on a yacht like this. But could you also imagine Titanic's Jack with a different rose? The A-list actress who nearly got Kate Winslet's iconic role. Plus, what Michael Strahan's revealing about his tense relationship with Kelly Ripa. Oh boy. And only E.T. is in Japan, behind the scenes with Shamar Moore, leaving fans in tears. <laughs> How you doing? Nice to meet you. <laughs>
Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Oh, we all remember this scene, but did you know that right after Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes broke hearts in Romeo and Juliet, they were both offered Titanic? Oh, it's true. Claire's telling the story, and it is epic. I was on a balcony, which is funny, and he just looked up at me, and he said, I'm doing it. And I looked down on him going, like, I totally understand why you are doing that. Yeah. And I'm not ready for that. And she says she has zero regret. Zero regret? Zero. Oh, well, I'll tell you this. I don't think Michael Strahan would say the same about his time with Kelly Ripa. We are honored to have him here. Michael Strahan! I didn't know I was supposed to be a sidekick. I thought I was coming there to be a partner. That's what Michael told the New York Times about his nearly four-year stint on Live with Kelly and Michael. Things started well, ratings surged, and the bond was strong. Lucky to be with Kelly Ripper, savior. But now, he describes his time with Kelly as an experience. When problems behind the scenes arose, the pair would talk it out in private meetings, but eventually she said she didn't need to meet. Can't force somebody to do something they don't want to do. As for their relationship now, Michael says they haven't spoken in a while, but he holds no ill will towards his ex-co-host. If people think, oh, he hates her, I don't hate her. I cannot say enough about how good she is at her job. E.T. reached out to Kelly and did not get a response. But we did get exciting baby news from the Bella Twins, both pregnant and due less than two weeks apart. This is baby number two for Brie and her husband, Daniel Bryan. When Nikki and her fiance, Artem Chigmentsev, co-hosted E.T. in September, they definitely had babies on the brain. I definitely want to have kids. Our ages and we're falling in love so quick. And it's like, we should be moving really fast, but then I get very hesitant sure. and I like, to just slow down a bit. I'm like, wait, we gotta, we just gotta slow down. But then when his dad asked about babies, I'm like, well, I guess I am almost 36 years old. Maybe that's why he's asking. Oh, Kev, they're having a baby. <laughs> Aren't you excited? Of course, they're I'm happy for them. Baby. You won't sleep for a while, though. <laughs> um, by the way, when we come back, how Kobe Bryant brightened the lives of so many children. Any chance I get to come and talk to kids, I'm all for it. His lasting impact off the court. is beyond the game how he made the wishes of over 200 kids come true. Pleasure to meet you. All right. Ben. Check that out. You're welcome, America. <laughs> meet the two new Biggest Loser trainers. I myself lost 160 pounds. And 18. Only we're in Tokyo with the sexy stars of SWAT. You might need the commercials. You just kind of catch your breath. <laughs> So many kids want you to be their wish. How hard is that? Oh, bring them on. Bring them on. Let's do, let's, let's do them all. As many as we can, let's do them. You can always make time for them. Kobe Bryant had such a big heart. And as a matter of fact, he was honored for his longtime work with the Make-A-Wish Foundation in 2013. I have to tell you that Kobe cared as much about his philanthropy as he did his basketball. And I had a chance to see it firsthand when he made an ailing fan's wish come true. <laughs> it is beyond the game, you know, like, you know, we're all blessed to do what we do. And, um, you know, there's a greater purpose to that. Got lost. What's up? <laughs> In 2006, I had the privilege to witness one of the more than 200 make-a-wishes Kobe granted over the course of his career. Hey, let me shake your hand. Absolutely. I might watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was one of his wishes. And uh, you know, it's the least I could do to come out here and, and meet my man Carlos and uh, his beautiful family and just kind of kick back for the day and just, just enjoy each other's time. Treatment from pancreatic cancer left Carlos weak and it was difficult for him to speak. So how amazing is it to have Kobe Bryant <laughs> Kobe took his time playing video games and signing every single piece of Lakers gear he brought along. I got you, I got you. By the end of the visit, Carlos had the strength to stand and hug his hero goodbye. Pleasure to meet you, man. Give me a hug. He passed away just two days later. The situation is, is, is very serious, and um, they just want to be kids. Take pictures and sign autographs and play catch and play chess and, you know, whatever it is. Make-A-Wish was just one of the ways Kobe was such a star off the court. With his wife, the Kobe and Vanessa Bryant Family Foundation worked tirelessly to put an end to youth homelessness. They also provided educational resources to enrich the lives of children. In 2018, E.T. saw Kobe make a surprise appearance to hand out books and spend time inside the classroom of this L.A. area school. Has anybody read this book yet? This book's amazing. I highly recommend it. The way we do it is through action. You do it. Right, and you, you be an example uh, of that. I mean, my wife and I, we try to do that uh, on a consistent basis versus simply telling them to do it. You actually live it. Making lives better is also at the heart of The Biggest Loser, and it has a new home at the USA Network. Yes, indeed, and Brooke Anderson stopped by to meet the very inspiring and very fit new trainers. <laughs> I hate to do this. Uh, I don't want to objectify, <laughs> but can we see, see some the of the washboard? Oh, oh, I'm so glad we need that pizza. I know. Aren't you glad You're I welcome. Asked? I know. Check uh, that out. I can't, right? You're welcome, America. <laughs> I know. You're even, welcome. Even, did his face get a little red? It, it did. did. <laughs> it did. I really like it. And those are just eight reasons to watch The Biggest Loser reboot. I'm 34 years old. I'm out here to give it my all. Steve's fellow trainer is Erica Lugo. She has an inspiring weight loss story of her own. Six years ago, she was 322 pounds. I was overweight my whole life, pretty much. I come from a Mexican family where we eat, we drink, we eat some more. Uh, and then, you know, I had my son, so then you eat for two. And I did it all on my own. I lost 160 pounds. What did I say when I met you? I'm Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Bob Harper is back as host nearly three years after he had a heart attack and went into a coma for two days. His health journey mirrors the contestants. I feel like I relate to contestants more than ever because after my heart attack, I wasn't able to walk around the block in New York without being so winded. I was starting back at square one. I feel like we can all learn something from it and bond from it. Now to a SWAT exclusive, on set with Shamar Moore, Jay Harrington, and the crew in Japan. We're filming an amazing special episode of SWAT season three. Arigato. I got to do my Hondo walk right down the middle, right in one of the streets out here. You want to give me a FaceTime tour of Tokyo? We had fight scenes in the Robot Cafe. We did a walk and talk through Shibuya Crossing. Okay, copy that, I got it. To really shoot a scene like that with the four of us and having to do it fast and get it in one take, that was cool, that was uh, a lot of fun. It really felt like we were making, I don't know, like an iconic move. Yeah, but those aren't extras in the background, they're regular people. The cast of four and crew of 11 filmed for three days all across the city last November. Just kind of have to 
pinch yourself and then remind yourself, like, we got work to do. Still, they made a little time for fun and some sightseeing. The biggest difference for me in shooting in the U.S. and Tokyo is jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> jet lag is a monster. And the fans, too. People are recognizing Shamar. They're recognizing some of us, but mostly Shamar. <laughs> How you doing? Nice to meet you. Tonight's new episode finds the SWAT team hunting down an escaped fugitive, and it's action-packed. Action! It's going to be non-stop. You're going to hate the commercials. But you might need the commercials to just kind of catch your breath. <laughs> Hear that, baby girl? No, you didn't. <laughs> well, let's get to tonight's E.T. birthday. All right, which Oscar nominee learned to read before the age of three? Is it Steve Carell, Amy Adams, or Oprah Winfrey? Hmm. The answer is next. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Tomorrow on E.T., inside Kobe Bryant's estimated $800 million empire. It's not the destination, it's the journey. What happens to his fortune now? Plus, it's E.T. in Miami. We're with J.Lo and Shakira counting down to halftime. Tomorrow on E.T., Hey, tomorrow, superstar running back Christian McCaffrey of the Carolina Panthers joins us here in Miami. Nice. He'll show us how Verizon is powering the first 5G Super Bowl. It's really cool stuff. All right, I love that. Well, now let's power through our ET birthdays. Which Oscar nominee learned to read before the age of three? That is Oprah Winfrey, who turned 66 right? We love you, O. Come yeah. on. Yes, we do. We love you. Hey, make sure you watch Super Bowl's Greatest Commercials 2020, hosted by Boomer Esiason and Daniela Rua, with a very special guest appearance by... Come on now. Our man, Kay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Frazier's doing his thing tonight. The show is a lot of fun. It airs tonight on CBS. Make sure you check it out. Yes, indeed. What a great day we've yes, had out yeah. here on the water. And um, we'll be back. And we'll see you at Super Bowl Live. I hope I'm on the list. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts, only from NPR.